Hello everybody, welcome to the Coffee Run Live with me, your host for today, Nicola Morass. So excited to have you guys coming on as you're coming on and awesome if you are catching the replay. Now, I've been pondering uh, what it was that I kind of wanted to talk with you about today and some of the things that I've been thinking about prompted by... Um, you know, some stuff I've talked about with clients and things like that, but also primarily prompted by a beautiful lady who commented on a post that I put up, I think uh, a couple of days ago actually, about um, asking for you guys to share something about you that moved me. And, you know, I, I think it's really interesting how as, as people who market ourselves and things like that, we go through cycles. We go through cycles of sharing, you know, potentially like really openly and vulnerably. And then other times we'll revert back to some of the more structured kind of stuff. I know this to be true for me anyway. And um, it's, a, it's a little bit like the way I kind of think about it. I haven't been eating really very well over the last three weeks. So there's been some travel, there's been a whole bunch of different stuff going on. And, you know, I know that like I'm feeling like crap <laughs> physically, actually, like I feel like I'm maybe getting a bit of a sore throat and I don't even get sick. And um, it's like, you know, the cycle of really making sure that I'm looking after myself has to flick back around again. So I guess where I'm going with that is like there's cycles and things that happen, right? And there's one thing though, hey Judith, good morning. One of the things that does ring true for a, a lot of us, I guess, is that we've all got a, we've all got a story, we've all got a past, we've all got uh, baggage. You know, if you're ab above the age of 15, we've got baggage these days. And so I guess like this is, today's live is in, is in two parts because there's a couple of things that and I've been thinking about that I felt really important to share. And one of them is that most of you won't make it in business, in marketing. Most of you won't reach the goals that you hit, uh, sorry, that you want to hit. Many of you will stop, pull the pin, you know, for whatever reason. And, and, that, and there's no judgment around that, right? When we take a look at the, the actual statistics, hey, Rebecca, and you know, it's a, it's a little bit somber, right? Uh, when we look at the, st the statistics about how many people make it, when you look at trainings and you see the statistics around how many people actually implement and do the fucking work and, and follow the process and do the stuff and the things we, that they're supposed to do, you know, the, the, the percentage of people, I think it's 5% of people actually do something with, um, with what they've got, right? And and so I was thinking about, well, like what the heck is it that, what are the commonalities or what are the common traits with people uh, that, that I've seen who have made it? So friends of mine, successful people, people that I know, people that I'm involved with in different mentoring groups and masterminds and stuff like that. And it's like, well, what's the common thing? And I think a really big part of it is is around resilience. Now, I, an old friend of mine um, who I used to work with actually at Westpac, we, we watched a, separately, we watched a documentary on SBS a number of years ago. I'm talking like maybe 2009. 
maybe even 2010, I can't, can't remember when it was, it was like a, a long time ago, a uh, documentary on SBS about the resilience gene and how we've all got it, right? But only some of us have it activated. And I, I was thinking about this story that, I, that a woman shared on here about how she was uh, like been through all this stuff as a child and it was just shit. Uh, she was told she wasn't going to be able to have children. She had children and so on and so forth. And it kind of got me thinking about, you know, how, how do we as, as humans and particularly as women in a world where the, the odds are absolutely stacked against us. You know, we've got to fight tooth and nail sometimes, not all the time, you know, but sometimes we feel like we've got to fight tooth and nail in order to be able to get forward, move through and, and get to where it is that we want to be. And I was thinking about this resilience gene and I, and I thought that it's been a while since I shared with you guys around when I think my resilience gene was activated. And I guess like if we just, you know, rewind back a little bit more before that, you know, as a child, I was always performing. I was always putting on dances. I was singing, whether for real people or imagined people. I would teach my brother at our cubby house school stuff or, you know, I teach imaginary classroom classrooms of kids you know I always imagined myself to be this person who teaches slash entertainer who would be able to help people you know I dreamed about and acted out you know being a, a television host I remember um being the the person who would introduce the perfect match people uh like the contestants for perfect match for those of you who are old enough to remember that show in and Dexter the robot and stuff like that, you know, or, or a young talent time. And, you know, I imagine that I was on there and, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And somewhere along the way, I I kind of lost some of that, like through high school and, and you know, it's just kind of life stuff. I started going out with a guy in primary school, in high school, actually. And one of the things that, you know, as you do after a couple of years, when you're going through, you know, high school sweetheart relationships, most of them don't last. We broke up, broke my heart, absolutely devastated me. Um, I ended up, I don't know how I was not diagnosed with an eating disorder. I pretty much stopped eating. Uh, what I did eat, I would pretty much, I, I felt sick constantly, right? And, this is not when the resilience gene was activated, by the way. This is just some of the shit. Um, I was like my mum. I remember my mum taking me to the hospital one day um, to get put on an IV because she was really, she thought I was dying. She said, you know, she, I remember her saying to me, you know, you look grey. You look grey. You know, we need to do something about this. This isn't okay. This isn't healthy. And... Um, I was also going out with another guy, you know, typical rebound guy. Not not a good, not a good choice of relationships. And anyway, um, you know, I kind of I don't know how I I ended up going and having an endoscopy and a colonoscopy with a, the head of gastroenterology at the Royal Adelaide Hospital, and I I was in Adelaide at the time, and and he diagnosed me not with a uh, an eating disorder, but diagnosed me rather with a um, an issue with my, what do they call it, like reflux esophagitis or something like that, where the my reflux valve wouldn't open or shut properly. And therefore, like, I, I feel sick all the time, right? Because it was just like stuff would kind of like feel like it was bubbling up. 
So that was that. In the end, I was diagnosed with that. I was put on some medication and that really helped because uh, in my head, it's like, oh, thank fuck, you know, this is not in my head. This is not in my head. It was a, it was in my head. Um, control issues and, you know, thinking, well, you know, this is, I'll show him and look what he's missed out on and, you know, this, that and the other, all this type of bullshit that just, you know, doesn't change anything. Um, and yeah, started taking this medication. So in the end, like that, that made me feel like this is the, you know, this is the, the 19 year old version of me, devastated, heartbroken 19 year old version of me who was like, just like, okay, you know, it's, it's not in my head. Like there is actually something physically wrong with me. I can rely on that. And so I started taking this medication and started to feel better, started to get healthy again and, and things like that. And that was great. But consequently, he started going out with this other guy. And, you know, I, I, I don't, it doesn't happen with, with everybody, but when, often when we're vulnerable, we make, sometimes we can make some really questionable choices, right? And my choice was to stay with this man. Um, wouldn't call him a man. Um, human. And it ended up being, it started out being emotionally abusive, uh, that led to, you know, psychological abuse and, you know, one thing leads to another and, and ended up being physically abused and, and all of those things. It's like this, um, you know, melting pot of shitness, <laughs> I suppose. But it's also like, you know, it, it's like the slow burning frog. And, you know, I remember my mum asking me, she's like, is there anything that I need to know, Nicola? I'm like, no, 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 like, we're all good, it's fine. I didn't want anybody to think horribly or badly of this person. And, um, you know, his friends knew what was going on. My friends knew what was going, what was going on. And what typically happens is we end up being isolated because they're really clever at doing stuff like that. Um, and so anyway, there's like a few, a few different things happen. Hey, Katrina, few different things happen and I, you know, for anybody who's been in this situation, like the catch cry is generally, well, why didn't you just leave? Like, why didn't you just get out? And, and unfortunately it's not actually that easy. Um, for, for me, I tried, I'd have him locked up by the police, I'd have him kicked out of the house and then, you know, it's that, oh, I'm really sorry. And, you know, I believe in people, I believe in the good of humans and, and I really hoped and felt and gave as many chances as I could for this person to do the thing that they said that they were going to do until you are, you know, nearly dead, literally. And it wasn't until that point where something inside, I remember this particular night and it was like a switch flicked. And it's like, if I'm actually going to die and if I don't do something about this, then I'm, you know, where I'm, I'm fucked. <laughs> and so switch flicked. And I mean, I'm not going to go through the long drama of, of that night. That's, you don't need all of that stuff. But in the end, this, this particular night, he was removed by the police and, and that was it. And I think for me that all of that stuff, the, the build up and, and everything else through the, you know, the, the not feeling good enough, not feeling love, not feeling um, skinny enough, pretty enough, adventurous enough, you know, whatever is a, a very impressionable 17 year old. 
and then having your boyfriend break up with you and then, you know, ending up with this and eating disorders and like all the rest of the stuff. And then it's kind of like, well, you know, what are you going to do with all of that? And I was lucky to get out. I was really fucking lucky to get out. And I decided to just completely throw myself into work, have my daughter. Um, then I eventually met my husband, then not then, not, you know, now husband, not then husband, met my husband, we fell in love and, you know, here we are. But I think the thing is, is that the people that I have seen, not that I wish that upon anybody, right? Nobody needs, uh, nobody needs or wants or deserves to have their resilience gene kicked on by being in an abusive relationship. That's just fucked in a word. Um, but we've all got stuff, right? And I, the way that I see it is like, there's gotta be something in your history that, that you've got to kind of like look at, look for, look find. Like Angela Duckworth talks about grit and resilience and Brene Brown talks about resilience and vulnerability and, and this, that and the other. And I really do believe, and I've seen it happen multiple times that the people who make it are the people who have got that gene flicked on, right? And often, you know, so many people are like, oh, you know, it's so easy for you, Nicola. You know, you've got you know, blah, 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 blah. And it hasn't been fucking easy. There have been a million times, probably 2 million, 10 million, 50 million times in this journey that I've wanted to quit, that I've been, that I've sobbed on my floor, that it's just too fucking hard, that it, it's got to be easier, that there has to be a better way, that, you know, why can't the people see the value? You know, why are they not leaping? Why are they not jumping? And then they are, and then like you hit these highs and it's awesome. And, but then with the highs, there's always the come down, right? And, and the, the, we've got to be able to manage that as well. And I think that the thing, the only thing that is going to get you to where you want to be is developing some motherfucking grit and, activating if it hasn't been already activating that resilience gene and and finding that inner fire that inner drive that inner desire to keep going when it's fucking hard because the things that they don't tell you is that there are there are a number of, of shitty days and i think the shitty days outweigh the good and you know i i certainly think the good outweigh the shit because otherwise like why are we doing this um but I think for me, the the thing is, is that, and this is the thing that fucking pisses me off about this industry, is is it's not a fucking pipe by number, add in this funnel and the, the world is going to rain money on you or the heavens are going to rain money or the, you know, God is going to start spewing out gold coins like a fucking pokey machine because you just had to hit, hit the button, you know, the right time and all of a sudden you're a multimillionaire. It doesn't work like that. It does require you, this world of business requires something else of you that I don't think is required almost in any other area of life that I've experienced, you know? And I think, I guess what I mean by that is that if it was so easy, then 
the statistics wouldn't be that only 5% of business owners are still in business after two years. The statistics wouldn't be that of that 5%, half of them are gone in the following three years. The statistics wouldn't be that 5% of people in a room are actually going to do something with your stuff. Um, you know, you look at the people who, like, and I don't care what your measure of success is, right? This isn't about having a million dollar a year business or a $10 million a year company or, or making $100,000 a year. Like, that is actually irrelevant. This is, business is the biggest, most intense, most heartbreaking, most soul-fueling, connected, universally on fire experience that, that you could ever possibly have. And it is not for the faint-hearted. And it is not for people who think that, uh, you know, it's just you know, instant money, add fucking water or go pump out an online course or just go out and do some Facebook ads or just go and do this. Like that will get you some short-term success, but then you're going to have to find at some point in time, you know, shit happens and you're going to have to find the way to be able to keep moving and to be able to keep going. Um, you know, I've spoken about other different things throughout the last, particularly throughout the last five years, actually, of when I've purposefully scaled back my business. You know, there have been times where in, in my personal life outside of business, where, you know, I did not, I, I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how one little human body can deal with so much heartbreak, you know, and so much hurt and, um, and still somehow find a way to keep going. But that is, that is what happens, guys. You know, you think that the, that it is just, that some days you'll just be like, this is just not worth it. It's just too fucking hard and I can't possibly bear the pain anymore. And then you get up, the sun rises, you know, it might be a bit cloudy, it might be a bit rainy or a bit gray, but the sun always comes up and then you find, we seem, and this is a resilience thing, we seem to find and be able to access that inner grit, resilience, inspiration, motivation, fire to be able to keep going. And that is the only thing that is going to actually better your odds. It is the only way, the way from what I've seen from every successful person that I've spoken to, that is the only thing that has had them keeping going. It is, it is that accessing that resilience, accessing that grit and using those things to keep showing up, using those things to keep going. Because honestly, if you're anything like me, there is actually really no alternative but to keep doing what we're doing, right? I mean, you might you might fantasize. We'll have fantasy businesses, like fantasy other lives, fantasy other businesses, fantasy other careers, fantasy other jobs. Uh, you know, in a maybe in a um, in a fantasy world, you have you're getting paid a million dollars a year to be an author and. Or maybe it's about going and, you know, going off the grid and growing organic vegetables and, you know, smoking pot all day. You know, I don't know. Like, what's your... Everybody's got their fantasy thing. It's like that grass is greener on the other side thing. But the thing that's going to get you there, the thing that is going to have you achieving your goals, the thing that is going to have you really creating the legacy that you want, the thing that is going to get you to where it is, wherever that is that you want to be, this is the only way to do it.
Um, and that's going to require you to keep going when you're tired. It is going to require you to, if you imagine that you're a, like we've been watching The Voice, as you know, like you imagine that you're a singer, you keep fucking turning up to auditions. You keep going out and gigging. You keep going out. You keep, I imagine, you keep going and, you know, sending out your demo tapes. You keep approaching record labels. You keep, you, you keep fucking going. Is it tiring? Of course it is. Is it exhausting? Yeah. Can it be like emotionally draining? Of course. But, you know, really, if you're doing what it is that you're here to do and you're being the version of you who is resilient and gritty and amazing and inspiring and motivating and everything else, then everything will happen for you. It, it can't not. But we just can't control when that's going to happen. So your job is to just keep going. Like it really is just to kind of just keep freaking going. Just keep going. Keep swimming. Be a Dory. Keep swimming. Do the thing that you need to do. And that's my little thing for today. Um, so I washed my hair this morning and I decided I needed to put some pink in. And as I was blow drying my hair, I'm like, you know, what? I'm, what is it that I'm going to talk about today? And I had to jump on here early because I was just like, I've got to get this out. I've, I've been thinking about resilience. I've been thinking about why people keep going. I've been thinking about why the fuck I've kept going. Because some days, guys, you know, some days... I'm like questioning whether I was going to say it. I think I am going to say it. Sometimes just knowing that you guys are on the other end of a live stream isn't actually enough. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's like, you know what? This isn't about me. I've just got to show up. I've got to do the thing, you know, rah, rah, rah. And that can be some days more than enough to keep going. But other days it's not. Some days it's just not enough. That's not enough of a motivator. It's not enough of a reason. It's not enough of a, you know, get yourself up, Nicola, and get off the floor or, you know, get out of the the soul zone or the universal like outpouring of whatever it is you know sometimes that's not enough to keep going some days it does need to be about you though and and doing what you need to do because here's the thing that I know for certain and it happens every time anytime I'm feeling blah or anything else like that I know that if I do the stuff that I know that I need to do, the stuff that I'm here to do, the stuff that I want to do, then everything changes and my state changes. And that then impacts you guys, right? It just so happens that I, I, you know, whilst I might not do it for you, it's nice knowing and it's great knowing that you guys are on the other end, right? Because some days it is for me. So, But business has to be about being selfish sometimes. It's got to be about doing the stuff that you love. Hey, Miranda, like you with your costume creation, like that's beautiful. You do fantastic freaking stuff. I'm sure that you do that for you and you also do that for other people because they love it. The first and foremost, and I think this is the other piece, you know, talent isn't enough. Talent isn't enough for you to keep going. It is not the thing that is going to make you. The thing that is going to make you is tapping into that resilience and that grit and that I'm that relentless, beautiful relentlessness that is just keeping going no matter what gets thrown at you. Just keep swimming, babe. Just keep swimming. Blinkers on. Just keep swimming. 
so there you go. I did still have a bit more words to say today. A bit more. That wasn't very good English. You know what I mean. So that's that. Uh, one of the things that does work for me, I'm going to put some, um, I'll put it in the comments in a minute. It's not for whatever weird ass reason. Oh, look, there you go. It wasn't freaking working and now it is. Um, it just mustn't, like, they, how's that? Like, there you go. <laughs> I tried to paste that comment I've just put in there about the relentless badass 30-day radical implementation challenge that's starting on Monday. I had it copy and pasted, sorry, not pasted, I had it copied in my um, phone before going live. And I was like, I've tried to put it in there before and it wouldn't go. And I tried to put it in there again and it wouldn't go. And then I tried to put it in there again and it wouldn't go. And then I'm like, I don't know what happened. And this is what I was just saying. I'll put it in afterwards. Try it one more time. Bang, there it is. So, you know, case in point, um, being relentless and resilient and not taking no for a motherfucking answer. <laughs> Keep going. Um, that challenge is starting on Monday. Um, we've got pre-work that went live last night. So the, the crew in there are getting ready and getting amped to get their stuff done. Um, this, this thing that we've been going through in terms of the relentless badassery stuff, this is one of the things that I have and, and the way that I'm going to help you guys over the next month, if we decide to do some stuff together, this is one of those tools that has saved my ass more times than I can count. This is when I, you know, when I'm flying high and everything is all amazing and there's like all of the fun, shiny, fabulous things, you know, this is a thing that's like, hang on, Nick, you know, what do you need to do? Bang. Uh, if I've been feeling like how I've been feeling, like I said, where maybe things aren't working and you're feeling, you know, pull this out and this is the thing that I rely on. It's like, all right, how do I... How do I tap into that resilience and grit and kind of relentless uh, attitude in order to be able to keep going? Because, you know, we're not born to stop you and I. We are born to keep going, keep going, keep going and, and help a hell of a lot of people along the way. So there you go, everybody. That is the coffee run for today. I trust that that's been helpful. I thank you and honor you for attending and, and hanging out. I trust that that served you um, and that you're gritty enough and resilient enough and tenacious enough and inspired enough and motivated enough and so much in love with what it is that you're doing that even when your heart hurts, when things don't feel like they're kind of going the way that you want, that you will find a way to uh, rise to the surface like the phoenix out of the ashes, baby. And take the world by storm because you deserve it, your audience deserves it, and the world deserves it. Have a great day.